Welcome to the podcast, Happy and Single. I'm your host, Joseph Anderson. You can find me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy. And you can find our podcast Instagram at Happy and Single. And the title of today's podcast is Expect the Unexpected. This entire summer, for me personally, has been one that I really wouldn't have expected. I started out in Arizona, and then after I was in Arizona for a little while, I ended up at my sister's house in the Midwest. And then after, well, I planned on just being a month there, right? I literally planned on leaving the end of June and coming back in July just so I could go see my nieces and nephews. And then it turned out my parents were working on this house up in Minnesota, and they needed me to go kind of help them. And then that turned into having a desire to sell a house by ourselves and not go through a real estate agent. I don't know if you guys have ever done that, but it's not the easiest thing in the world. And at least as of yet, we haven't even sold the house. Who knows? Maybe by the time of this recording, we'll have sold it. But wow, it it has just been crazy. And every time I thought that house was going to sell, every time I thought there was going to come somebody in that you know, really, I don't know, that just, you know, want, wanted to buy it. It just like thing fell through after thing fell through after thing fell through. And I planned on being in Minnesota for about a month. And you know what ended up happening? I was in Minnesota for almost four months. Now, and it was interesting because if I would have known that ahead of time, I would have totally planned differently. But and once I got to Minnesota, I had this pretty large house to myself and just kind of enjoyed the experience of just being there. Like, and after the first month of you know, it not really selling and you know, having to do a lot more work on the house than I thought I was going to, I kind of just thought I was going to show up and just basically be and basically work from there and, and just you know, enjoy the space. I mean, it was a, it's a beautiful home and It's like granite countertops and just, you know, super nice looking. And I ended up having to do quite a bit of work on it. And it was interesting because if I would have just shown up and if I would have said, oh my gosh, like, yeah, this is not what I signed up for. But the other part about that is it felt right to be there. And we talk a lot about following the spirit on this. And as we follow the spirit, sometimes we're led to places we don't know and we don't understand why. And especially now, I've already left, I finally left Minnesota and I'm actually back at my sister's house. But I have, I mean, I met some cool people there. I had some cool connections. I don't know why I was there. I still don't know why. And honestly, when today we actually started looking at at real estate agents to sell the house, it was kind of a bummer. It was kind of like, oh my goodness, are you kidding me? Like, What was I there for? And the truth is, it doesn't really matter. I was guided and directed to be there until there came a time that I wasn't. That's all that matters. But I spend time trying to figure it out. It's like, oh my goodness, why was I there? I mean, four months of my life. I was there a quarter of the year. And honestly, there were parts of it that were wonderful, and there were parts of it that were not so wonderful. And there were parts of it that were actually hard. I just made, a, made pretty good out of the situation. 
Well, maybe that's how it is for each of us. None of us knows what is happening. None of us have any idea. We, like, there's an analogy that comes from the book Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance that said, you know, life is really understood almost like we're walking backwards. Well, as I walk backwards, what is right in front of me opens up more. I can see much more as I keep taping, taking steps backward. And I guess the other thing I, I realize now is just, you know, the more steps you take backwards, the more you're able to see. There's this really cool scripture that basically says, you know, all the experiences that we have in this life will be for our good and will help us in the life after. Well, that makes sense. Like the more that, the more and I don't want to say quicker, but the more and quicker that I start walking backwards, yeah, I'm going to fall at times. I'm going to trip at times. And that's perfectly okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Nobody said this life was going to be a space where we just walk through and walk through the roses and, the, and, and all the flowers and all the cool stuff like that. Nobody ever told us that. That isn't what we signed up for. And guys, no matter what we think would make our lives better, it, it really whatever you're waiting for to make your life so much better won't make it that much better. I mean, I'll put an asterisk there, like aside from being with the right person, I think there's a lot, there's a lot of joy and excitement that probably comes from that. But there's going to be challenges and hardships as well. That, that is what we signed up for. There's a cool scripture. It's from a, a, a book of scripture called The Pearl of Great Price, more specifically in there, a book of Abraham. And, he sa- and it basically says in there, like, that God would send us down here to the earth and prove them herewith to see if we do all the things that he commanded. I don't know about you guys, life seems to go by so quickly. And as it goes by so quickly, well, maybe we have to stop putting so much pressure on ourselves to live life so perfectly. Because if if it's going to be over in the blink of an eye, or as it says in a, a cool scripture in the Book of Mormon, that life passed as if it were a dream, well, then maybe we just have to enjoy where we're at. Because no matter whether, no matter where you're at, no matter whether you think you're exactly where you should be or exactly where you want to be, you are exactly where you are. I was watching, I was watching the Paw Patrol movie with my little nephew, my little four-year-old nephew. And one of the things that strikes me about little kids watching movies over and over and over is they're still as excited the next time around. And sometimes even when I watch and get involved in a movie with them, I'm I'm pretty excited too. I mean, like Toy Story 3 is a a pretty sweet movie because there was a time they watched that like relentlessly. I think they wore out the Blu-ray. And uh, there's there's a time that they just get so excited about it. But the thing that struck me at the Paw Patrol movie is how there's a bad guy named, I think it's Mayor Humdinger or something. And it's interesting because his only job in the show is to create problems for the good guys to solve. Why does almost every good movie or good show, not, not that I'm really putting Paw Patrol in the category of good movies. It was awesome seeing how happy my nephew was. I would not pers- it would not be my first choice of things to watch if I was not sitting with my nephew. 
But in every good movie, there's always good and there's always evil. And, and that's how it is in our lives. There's always going to be challenges that we have to solve. There's always going to be challenges that are in front of us that we get the choice. Are we going to learn what we need to from the challenge, from the experience, from whatever we're going through? Or are we not? And you know the funny thing? Once we really start showing up, all the opportunities start showing up to help us. It's like I've been at my, I spend a ridiculous amount of time at my, at my niece's and nephew's house. Fortunately, I, I work for myself and just over Zoom. But even in, you know, even in their large house, it's hard to find a place that I can just sit down and do my podcast. It really is. And it, like a funny story about my podcast and about this summer though, is I had, when I left, actually I'll, I'll, I'll come back to that. Like, it's really hard to find a place to do my podcast. And so I ended up just, you know, kind of doing it late at night sometimes and just getting it done whenever I could when nobody was awake. And then it was interesting because this last Monday, I was like, you know what? I just need to go find a place to be. I just need to go find a place to work, find a place to just, just be and just have, my, have a little bit of my own space. And I ended up at Starbucks. And if you guys have ever worked at Starbucks, especially a smaller Starbucks, you understand that they actually have to make money to run those places. They don't just have a free coffee house. And so I was there, and as I was in their coffee house, um, I, don't, I don't drink coffee, but I just, as I was in their coffee house, all of the grinders and everything were going off, and it was just a lot. I, I did one call while I was there, and I was like, yeah, I can't do that. It, it's not working for me. But then finally, I, I actually just, I, I happened to just either, either have the thought or just kind of looked up. I was like, I think I'd, I'd seen a public library um, when I'd driven kind of near, nearby that area. And I was like, oh, well, let's go see what that's like. And I came to the, the library and, it's, and I asked the people when I got here, I was like, hey, is this a quiet library? Is this a library where I can kind of like talk at will? And they're like, you can talk, just don't like be super loud. And so yesterday when I was running some calls, I actually did get talked to by the librarian, just, you know, just, hey, you know, quiet out a little bit. Because if you guys have never uh, heard me in person, my voice tends to carry quite a bit. But what I, what I want to point out is once I realized that, oh, yeah, I don't just want to spend every waking moment with my nieces and nephews. I have, I have a mission. I have a life. I have things that are super important to get done. And I need that space. The right space was already always there. I mean, I really could. I could come in here and work plenty just because it's just a beautiful, beautiful space. Well, then I finally got the idea. It's like, well, instead of trying to record my podcast, I'm just going to go, I I'm going to go there and see if they'll let me record my podcast. Not even told them. I've got a, a mic stand that I set up and everything that clamps on the desk. And they're like, hey, can I, you know, can I do that? And he's like, oh yeah, you know, th that's totally fine. And uh, I, I mean, even like, you know, and, and he also told me with these rooms, like they, they also give you a key card, so you could just leave all of your stuff out when you, if you need to get the, go to the restroom or get water or anything. So here was this glorious resource. 
By the way, if you have a cool library around, they're actually a much cooler resource. And it's interesting how we don't use it. There's a part in the movie, The Ultimate Gift, that I really enjoy where he actually goes to a, he goes to a library in, the, in Ecuador. And he goes in and there's like hardly any books on the shelf. And the guy's like, where are all the books? And the lady looks at him confused and she's like, well, the people have them. What do you mean? And she's like, aren't all the libraries in your, don't, doesn't, isn't that how it works in uh, the United States? And, you know, the guy kind of just looks at her and I can't remember exactly what he says, but, you know, something along the lines of no, like this is, you know, we have everything known to man at our fingertips. Like right now I'm looking through some glass windows into the library and I mean, they've got, they've got movies like the hit brand new movies that are out. They've got, they've got everything here. I mean, they've got books, they've got everything you could imagine that you could want. And the other thing it gives you is a change of scenery. Oh, I, I remember something. It was in the book. I think it was, it was one of uh, Ben Hardy's book. It might have been Will, a book about willpower. Willpower is futile or I don't know. I don't remember. Or willpower doesn't work, something like that. And in there he talks about, you know, just getting out of your environment. And for me, it has been so helpful. I mean, the first month I was in Minnesota in that, you know, gorgeous house, it was like, this is really, really cool. This is, I really enjoy this. And, you know, then once I got here and, you know, checked out this place, it's like, oh, cool. Just getting a change of scenery a little bit makes a huge difference, guys. So whatever you're struggling with right now in your life, because we all have stuff, get out, go away. Whether, whether it's actually away, whether it's somewhere else, like go away for a while. Just get out, of, get out of your normal routine because we get so much in our routine. I mean, last year I spent six months with my nieces and nephews and some of those flew by because I rarely left the house. It was just, you know, you got everything you pretty much need right there. And so I, I rarely left the house at all when I was there. So there's really an importance in getting out and about. But, you know, coming back to that, that story I said I was going to tell about the uh, podcast, when I was going to leave, when I was planning on coming to my sister's house, and, you know, I was just going to zoom through and get every recording done. I was going to get the four weeks of recordings that I was, was going to leave done, and I just had this impression, and, and it was definitely from the spirit that said, hey... If you're planning to live quite a bit of time on the road, you might want to take all of your podcast studio with you. And then I started figuring it out. I was like, okay, well, I can, you know, wrap up this, my podcast arm and, you know, wrap it in a towel and that'll keep it safe and keep my bag safe as well. And got a special case for my microphone and my entire podcast studio fits inside of half of a, a carry-on. Like it fits so easily. But I, ne I never knew that until I tried it. So now it doesn't matter where I'm at. It doesn't matter how long I'm gone. I have my entire life with me on the road. Everything that I need. And guys, you have everything you need too. We just don't see it. I mean, we have these gorgeous, gorgeous resources of libraries that have, I mean, if there's software that you need, many libraries have it. Like the entire Adobe Creative Suite that many people pay a lot of money for. 
they have it. And I mean, they have everything. Every, I know of one that has, back in Arizona, that has a 3D printer. And I don't know if that's a big deal anymore. I know it used to be. But there is so much. Everything is at hand. All we have to do is be willing to give ourselves some time and space and go forward. But so how do we handle the unexpected? It's funny because wherever I go, I actually pack pretty heavily. Probably because I've spent not just this trip, but there's plenty of trips that just kind of carry over. It's like if I'm hanging out at my sister's house and as long as you know, she's cool with it and her husband's cool with it and my nieces and nephews are cool with it, I, I tend to stay a long time. And if I get to the point that it's like I don't feel like going back, I have everything I need. I don't need anything else. So, I mean, there's something about planning for the unexpected is like, okay, well, if this did go over a little bit longer, what would I do? I think when we really get in trouble with, plan, with the unexpected is when we're un, not when we're unprepared for it. Because I think some part of us knows at least a little bit. We just don't want to listen. We don't want to... Like when I got to Minnesota, I, I basically told my parents and I, you know, I kind of had, I can't remember if I told God, but I basically had this understanding in my mind. Okay, cool. I'm here for one month. I, you know, I didn't, there's, there's not that much to do where I was at. And I just, yeah, I thought I was going to be there one month. That was my plan. But like I said, I didn't ask. Whereas after I'd been there for probably three months, it was like, okay, so you tell me, how long am I going to be here for? And the answer was about three weeks. And that was the time that I left, right around there. The answers are there if we're willing to listen. And guys, I really, I don't know. I don't know how it all works. One thing I do understand, back to what I said about the scripture in Abraham, like our life, part of it is a test. I mean, all of it kind of is a test, but it's not like, oh, this super strict test that, you know, we're going to be punished and tried in everything that we do. I think it's one of those things that if we listen to the Spirit, our life will be more amazing than we could ever imagine. And it might take us on some detours. Places like, you know, Minnesota or the Midwest or I don't know. And it doesn't matter, though. Like when we follow the Spirit, we are always right. That doesn't mean that everything's going to work out perfectly. It just means that it's going to work out much better than if you don't. What is it? What are the impressions that you haven't been paying attention to? Whether you don't want to, whether you just, you know, kind of skirt them under the rug, be like, ah, I don't want to listen to that. When we live a guided life, you know, being guided by the, by the Spirit, our lives can be amazing. Even more amazing than they already are. Like, everything will be provided. I mean, even when I was in Minnesota, like I said, there were some good things. I ended up getting a you know, much nicer guitar than I have back at home. 
that now I can carry with me wherever I go, along with the other stuff that I carry wherever I go. So I think a lot of times the unexpected is just because we don't ask. There's a scripture that just says, counsel with, counsel with the Lord in all things. We are meant to counsel with him, not to counsel him. I'd like, so here's the deal. I want you to know this is what I'm going to do, and this is what I'm going to do, and this is what I'm going to do. Instead of if, if we go to him in a humble spirit and say, hey, I really don't know what I'm doing. But I, I hope and think that thou does. Help me. I, I'm really trying to make this thing happen in my life. Help me. And I think by the time, especially as singles, that we become, I don't know, I guess we become a bit jaded, guys. We become so hurt from what we believe are to be our unanswered prayers. And sometimes that answer is just wait. And we're like, no, please, not anymore, please. Maybe a better answer is, hey, okay, cool. Tell me what you want me to do while I wait. And I love the example coming to, coming to my mind of the Savior, Jesus Christ. You know, being there in the Garden of Gethsemane and asking not if there were any way that he didn't have to go through that to let him out. But as we all know, the, the Savior Jesus Christ went through the atonement for every single one of us. Whether people believe in him or not, he paid, he paid the ultimate price for them, for us. It's interesting because some of the most painful experiences that we go through really do serve other people at times. Because we're able to share with them our experience. What would we wish it on them? Would we ask it on them? No. You know, somebody that struggled a lot because you know, they might have made some really poor eating choices. They could try now to share those eating choices with other people and the, and the impact those made. Or, or people that made you know, really bad financial choices in their life. They can do the same thing. They can share that with other people. The, the point is, maybe we have to stop looking at everything as this didn't work out. It might not have worked out according to your plan. But maybe it's exactly what Heavenly Father wanted. I, I mean, that thought really strikes me even as I say it, just having shared my experience. We, we want the pride. We want the victory. We want to conquer. I, I briefly even mentioned how on one of these podcasts, how we, I really wanted to sell that house. By ourselves without the realtors. 
And it wasn't just about the money. It was because that's what I thought needed to be done. However, a lot of times when we're willing to give up our will and say, okay, cool. I, I did what thou wanted. I, I, I did everything that I thought I could do. Maybe that's good enough, guys. Maybe we're going to stop looking at our unexpected turns in our life as failures. Maybe we've got to look at it as like, oh my goodness, like, what an experience. What? I think the reason we put so much on each of these things is because time. We look at it as a limited resource. It's not. There's no such thing as time. Time, as we think about it, truly doesn't exist. For a little kid, the unexpected is just, okay, well, I'm going to cry about it, I'm going to be upset about it, and then I'm going to move on. You know, today my, my, my little nephew came over and I was, I was getting some root beer, and he's like, this one's like two years old, and he's like, I want some, and I'm like, no. <laughs> don't, don't get me wrong, plenty of times I... I, I spoil my nieces and nephews, but you know, in this particular instance, I told him no, and he started to cry, and he started to cry, and I told him, hey, go, go back and watch your show. You know? But it was interesting, because even right before then, he asked, is it spicy? And, you know, Rupert actually, I don't know, I, don't, I wouldn't call it spicy. Like, I, I, I love spicy food, so I, w- I would never call Rupert spicy, but probably to my little nephews, it, it is a little bit spicy. And in this case, I was probably just being selfish and really didn't want to share, which is totally okay, too. He, he, he's got to learn that he can't have everything he wants. And so, but he, he went back and he watched his show, and I'm pretty sure that he's not sitting there thinking, oh my goodness, Joseph didn't give me root beer a couple hours ago. I can't believe it. That wasn't cool. So why do we do that? God didn't give me what I wanted 10 years ago. I, I really do. It's not, it's not us that always keep remembering these things. The adversary really does remind us of these things all the time. That's just the way it works. But that's how it's always worked. There's always going to be a challenge. And Heavenly Father is always greater than whatever challenge the adversary can throw at us. He tries to stall us. He tries to stop us. He tries to prevent us. But what if unexpected things in life are just, we don't understand how our life's supposed to work. But we don't have to. You know, if we stop complaining, and and there is no judgment, guys. I I complain plenty in my life. Obviously, I don't come on the podcast and be like, well, I complained about this yesterday and this the day before and this and there are plenty of times that I do. I, I, I sit there and I think about the things in my life that haven't happened. That's okay. It's not good to dwell on that. But there's also so many opportunities and so many possibilities out there. Like, what if you could just expect the unexpected? It's like something happens and it, we freak out. Instead of, oh, cool, well, that hasn't happened. What's the next step? What if we just simply started asking, what is the next step? 
I wrote this earlier to somebody that was that I, that I was messaging with, and it says, "The adversary wants us to focus on our regrets and our problems. The spirit asks us, what's the simple next step to to take if I desire to move forward? Guys, that's the question. What is the next tiny step? But you don't understand why you know why." My ex-husband divorced me and they were terrible to me and they were horrible and it was awful and it was, you know, so many things I can't even speak about. Okay, cool. What's the next step? And I'm not trying to be harsh. I'm honestly not a jerk. Well, I mean, that probably depends who you ask, but I, I, I don't, you know, when, when I share these things with you, I share them for the intent to serve. There is nothing that's going to come out of continuing to remember all the bad relationships you've ever been in in your life and think that every other relationship in your life is just going to be the same. That doesn't serve you. I mean, you tell me, honestly. And, and if you have really strong feelings, feel free to message me on, on Instagram or anything and, and let me know. Be like, no, Joseph, it doesn't apply in this situation. Or you, can, you could come to our uh, 10 a.m. Arizona calls or 10 a.m. Arizona time. Happy and single call I do almost every Monday, uh, every Monday morning. And, and, and come on, like, br- bring to me whatever you think doesn't fall in this category and we can chat about it. Because it does. No amount of worrying about the past is ever going to serve you in the future. It just doesn't work. I mean, tell me anything you worried about that actually served you in your life. I mean, we worry about the person that hasn't texted us in a whole 10 seconds after we text them. And then, you know, a few minutes later, hours, we get a text back. And sometimes we don't. But regardless, it doesn't matter. We're putting so much of our life onto other people, other things, other situations. There's an article I wrote. Oh, goodness. It's probably been a few years. If you go to josephanderson.co and just look up happy when I land, that's it. You know, and, and what I wrote that as is basically like everybody's waiting to, this, to get their thing to get to this happy place. And what just struck me as I'm sharing this now is happy when I land. Happy when I land in a relationship. Happy when I land in the perfect job. Happy when I land, you know, in in having, you know, a a wife and kids and family and, and all that good stuff. Happy when I land in making this much money. Everything's a myth. Everything's an illusion. Yes, it does bring some level of happiness but not what you think. What if your path, what if your life, what if your unexpected turns are actually for your benefit? The the people that I've met, that I have connected the strongest with in my life, as far as girls that I've connected with, potential dating, etc., they were unexpected. They were absolutely unexpected and they were so wonderful. I, I, would not, I would not trade away those unexpected things for anything. But we always focus on, oh, the unexpected must be a bad thing. Well, what if we could 
Simply go to Heavenly Father and say, hey, tell, help me. Help me to see what I'm supposed to see. Help me to understand this situation. I think sometimes we just think that so many of our prayers have gone unanswered. They haven't, guys. It's just God doesn't think in finite terms like we do. Because he knows and he understands what's really important. He knows what's really, truly going on. You know, it's like, I don't know, maybe it's a little bit like watching somebody go through a maze. But you have like an aerial view. And you see that they just they are moving closer and closer to where they want to be. They just don't realize it. There are so many wonderful, unexpected turns. You know, and I'm thinking now of people that had, that, you know, when people that had unexpected pregnancies, like when they were married and just super young and not ready to have children, most of those people would, now are so grateful for those children. Most of those people would not look back at that unexpected turn in their life and be like, no, I can't believe this happened. Take it back. There there might be a few. But compared to the percentage of the people that are so grateful for that, Actually, it reminds me of uh, reminds me of a song by Kenny Chesney, and it's called "There Goes My Life." And I'm gonna actually read a few verses of the song. And he says, "All he could think about was I'm too young for this. Got my whole life ahead of me. I'm just a kid myself. How am I gonna raise one?" All he could see were his dreams going up in smoke. So much for ditching this town and hanging out on the coast. Oh, well, those plans are long gone. And he said, there goes my life. There goes my future, my everything. Might as well kiss it all goodbye. There goes my life. A couple years of up all night and few thousand diapers later, that mistake he thought he made covers up the refrigerator. Oh, yeah, he loves that little girl. Mama's waiting to tuck her in as she fumbles up those stairs. She smiles back at him, dragging that teddy bear. Sleep tight, blue eyes, and bouncing curls. He smiles. There goes my life. There goes my future. My everything. I love you, Daddy. Good night. There goes my life. She had that Honda loaded down with with Abercrombie clothes and 15 pairs of shoes. And his American Express. He checked the oil, slammed the hood, said, you're good to go. She hugged him both and headed off to the West Coast. And he cried, there goes my life. There goes my future, my everything. I love you, baby. Goodbye. Isn't it interesting? And I love, I actually love country music because they have a lot of stuff like this, these type of songs that really make you think. It's like, oh my goodness, my life's over. You know, I was going to enjoy this period of time and now I've got a kid. You know, I mean, I can tell you for sure, I don't, I don't have any children, but my little nieces and nephews are a very, very large part of my world, huge part of my world. 
And I would do almost anything for any of them. Like, those guys are my life. <laughs> it's funny, one of my nephews, he actually he jerked out the cord of my laptop. And uh, actually, there's a couple of cool stories like this. So he jerked, he jerked the cord out of my laptop and kind of not messed up the charging port entirely, but it only goes to like 98%. And it doesn't char, and and it's like a you know really really nice computer, um. And you know what? I don't care. And there's even times when I think of that, and it reminds me of him. Yeah, you know, there was another time when my my little nephew, another nephew, actually wrote in permanent marker on the top lid of my laptop. He he only got to the first letter of his name, which was T. And before I stopped him, or I can't remember why he stopped, but it's been a long time. And you know what? I, I started to erase that. If you guys have marker on any slick surface, all you have to do is take a dry erase marker and you can pretty much wipe it right away. Well, I started to erase and I actually stopped because it was a reminder and like I could care less about that computer compared to my little nephew I remember a uh, another a friend that shared this story where his daughter wrote in a, with a nail, carved her name into the side of his beamer. <laughs> I don't know if I would have loved that one as much, but like, and he left it. He left it there. We think we care about stuff. We think we care about unexpected turns, unexpected whatever. But guys, some of the, the most unexpected things in your life have been the biggest blessing. I mean, this podcast is a great example of that. Like, this podcast was totally unexpected. I put it off for six months, and I love it. Like, I really do. I, I enjoy doing it, and I, I mean, maybe not every single time I record, at least at the beginning, but once I'm in the flow, once I'm in the state of just recording, I love it. I really do. So what if life isn't unexpected? We just don't understand our path. What, what's something for you right now in your life? Something that you feel is unexpected. And what can you do about it? Like, what can you learn from the experience? And you can even take it to Heavenly Father and say, hey, can you help me please understand what's going on here? What do I need to learn? I mean, I can say for me, in wanting to have been married ever since I was like 21 years old, having not been married, I've been able to help a lot of single people. You know, through the podcast, through coaching them, through, like, through all kinds of things. I know what it's like to be single. I know the pains. I know also how to basically make it feel a little bit better. And like I said, part of that's just switching up your environment. Um, I actually did this thing for a little while that was actually a recommendation from my dad. Just, hey, once a week, or no, uh, one week a month, just go away. Just go away wherever. You know, and during that time, I went to Utah, I went to California, I went to London, I went 
um, like, you know, different places. And then, you know, something unexpected happened and I just kind of stopped. And now I'm kind of starting to get back in the flow of doing that. And it is super fun and enjoyable. Like, enjoy your life, guys. I mean, we say on this podcast, like, live your adventure. That's it. Live your adventure. And you could even say love your adventure. Because this is your stage of life that you're in. Stop wishing for a different one. Because that's just making you focus on everything that's not working out in this very moment, in this very time. And seek for understanding. And you know, sometimes those things that we think we want most just don't happen. And we just make the best of it. You can't control a single other person's choices. You know, there was an instance that happened recently that I couldn't control. I couldn't do anything about it. And there were some people frustrated about the situation. Actually, mostly didn't didn't have to do with me. But I was kind of just a, a bystander that would... Anyways, like... But what I can tell you is I decided to make the best out of the situation. We can't control much of anything. You know, I had a really interesting thought. And, and I'm just going to tell it off with this. But like, we all live in an imaginary world. You don't live in the world you're in. Because if we did, everybody would see things the same way. So like I said... Maybe sometimes we're living too much in an imaginary world and not, the, and not the world that God actually knows we're supposed to be in. So, once again, expect the unexpected and just let yourself enjoy the ride. Now, if you've made it to this point in the podcast, I'd like to invite you to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. I don't know how you got here. But that way, if you ever want to get back here again, it's right there for you in your subscriptions. And if you haven't already joined us, one of the really cool things that I do that's free for anyone that would like to participate is each Monday morning at 10 a.m. Arizona time, I host a group coaching call for Happy and Single. Anyone is welcome to come on. And you can even receive a little bit of one-on-one -on -one coaching time with me, depending on how many people are in the call. Now, every now and then that schedule changes. So you can go to the website happynsingle.com to be able to look at the schedule and also to be able to find the link to the Zoom room. Now, at the same time, if you would prefer a more one-on-one -on -one type of coaching experience where you can sit down and share your hopes and dreams and, and just kind of the stuff going on in your world. Then there's another option available for you as well. Now, the bulk of my business is actually doing one-on-one -on -one coaching. If that's something you're interested in exploring, I've got a few spots open in my coaching practice. You can just message me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy, and we can sit down and have a chat. And it doesn't matter where you're at in the world. I've worked with people across the world, 
I do everything over Zoom, so it actually makes it pretty easy. Thank you guys so much again for listening. And go out and live your adventure. Thank you.